So I left my frown in the wind Hard, I tried, never try it again Cause these niggas is lying again I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't find her If they sleep and they need a reminder This is for niggas who think we minor What's up everybody, welcome to the show I see things a little differently I am the slow chemical and we are back <clears throat> Sorry for the disappearance after the night agent episode But <laughs> a lot was going on So essentially here's the announcement I had I couldn't really make Because by the time I was like about to make it <clears throat> Things had gotten so ridiculously busy for me That I just couldn't I couldn't find a way to do a show I, remember, I even recorded a show for uh, a, a, a series called The Diplomat And it was like 7 minutes long Which is We've done episodes like that before. It's not a big deal. But it was so lackluster. Even when I listened back to it, I was like, this is like really terrible quality. And I was like rushing it. So essentially what happened was got off for a job. Won't say what it was, but it's a big deal for me. Um, it's a really big deal. I ended up moving uh, states across country again. Um, and so I was setting all that up. And all this happened within a month's time span. Like... <clears throat> If the process start in <clears throat> February, I got a call, got an email from people saying they wanted to interview me. I said, cool. Didn't think anything about it. We did the phone interview. And then they said, well, you need you to come in. We would like you to come in for an interview. I was like, well, I'm not there. I'm here. They were like, oh, okay. Well, you know, sorry. That was it. Didn't think anything about it. Three days later, I got an email randomly from somebody saying, hey, you know, now mind you, let me rewind for a second. I knew they were interested. I knew they were very, very interested. Uh, just from talking. I mean, my cousin had these conversations all the time. But those of you guys who go back to the uh, Wire Panama Do It Again days, uh, Sean Johnson, my cousin, he was on my shows on his show when he had his own show um, <clears throat> on, on a New Orleans radio station. And so him and I talk a lot. And one of the things he said to me was, we, we both agreed on this. How it's amazing how our mindsets <clears throat> are the same. Like, we know when in an interview when someone wants us and someone's going to hire us. And we know immediately when someone's not. I knew, even though it was six different people interviewing me in that phone, first phone interview, I knew they wanted me. I just did. No ego there, just facts. And so, what ended up happening is, I uh, got email three days after that. Hey, give us a time and date and we'll figure it out. Uh, I was like, huh, interesting. Out of nowhere, mind you, I let I let it go. So I, I gave him a time date, like it was like a month later. Sure. So, oh, all right. So take a flight, mind you. I'm going off faith here. I'm going strictly off faith. They're not paying for it, nothing. Get on the flight, and mind you, into in order to fly into the particular place where they where this place is located, it was like 800 bucks. Like man, that's expensive as shit. I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to fly into a place that's like an hour and a half, two hours away. It's cheaper by 500 bucks. <clears throat> I do that. I go out and drive to the place, get there, no problems. And during the interview, air quotes, doing air quotes, you see me doing air quotes, the person that's showing me around was like, hey, you're going to be working with me, right? I was like, nah, this is my interview. She's like, oh, you sure about that? I was like, 
they look here. I'm going off what they told me. So, like, you know, that's what they say. That's what they say. She's like, okay, cool. You know, just so you know. Um, I think they've already made their mind about you. So, end of the shift or end of the, the training or interview. Um, hey, we'll get back to you with by the end of the week. Cool. Next morning, I get on a flight. I land. As soon as I land, 20 minutes after that, get a phone call. Hey, uh, we want to make you an offer. Sure, I'll take it. Oh, you'll take it? Yeah, take it. All right, then. Um, stay in communication with us. And I did. And now I'm where I'm supposed to be. And as Paul Heyman had one of the greatest lines ever, I think this man gave it to him. <clears throat> he said, I need Paul Heyman pissing in the cat. I need Paul Heyman in the castle pissing out, not out the castle pissing in. So essentially, everything I've been doing has been outside the castle. All the freelance work has been worth it because I've been pissing outside, inside. Now I'm inside the castle. I have a great opportunity here. So <clears throat> essentially that's what it was. And I didn't know what my future was because when I was looking for a place, I was like, man, like, no, no one has a place. No one's in my, my price range, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought I was going to have to rent a room again, which I really did not want to do because the renting a room was as much as a freaking apartment. So I was like, I don't want to rent a room for this price and just help someone else build their dream home, you know, while just eating off me, you know. Um, and so ended up finding a place on my own. It's quiet. You might hear the air conditioning going at this point, but it's uh, pretty hot, so I need the air conditioning on. <clears throat> Plus, I just finished cooking dinner, so I'm pretty hot. But anyways, yeah, we will not need to go on uh, too much of a hiatus. What, what's going to happen is I'm going to record... Um, well, actually, I don't think we're going to need to go on a hiatus at all, just being honest with you guys. So, because the shows are on Mondays and Wednesdays. So, essentially, upcoming, this week will be a Monday show about wrestling, where we're going to cover a lot of topics we have not covered recently. We're going to talk about, I'm just, this is going to be this episode, by the way. The draft, my thoughts on that, the New World Heavyweight Championship, uh, AEW doing well with Wimbledon sales, um, Wembley sales, excuse me. Um, and this Wednesday will be the review of Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 3, which I think is one of the best Guardians movie, and two, a top 10 Marvel movie. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm looking forward to talking about that. Um, then the following Monday, do another Monday show. Following Wednesday, I will re-record The Diplomat um, and just give my thoughts on that. And I'm also, because uh, we have a lot going on, I think next month, is Secret Invasion, which is already shown to be six episodes an hour each episode. We have the Flash movie, which should cause some controversy, but I think it's going to be fucking fantastic. And we also have, uh, what else do we have this month? <clears throat> oh, the Saudi show, Night Champions. So, anyways, let's get right to it. That was essentially what's been going on with me. So, I just didn't want you guys to think I disappeared again. I did not. It just was super busy and I actually already had something recorded in the can. It just. <clears throat> wasn't good so anyways let's where are we starting here okay let's start with some news and notes first trinity former naomi is currently under a deal with impact for the summer only she did give an interview saying why she left wwe and if you guys remember i think it was <clears throat> a couple of months after there was somebody who had a twitter thread don't know who the person was but i remember someone on twitter who was was said to be air quotes close to Naomi. They essentially gave Naomi's side of the story without giving her side. Well, essentially she had a torn labrum, and she said that it was about the way she was spoken to. And if you think about it, 
my, I think if I'm not mistaken, I don't have any issues with people walking out. I, I've tried to give both sides as fairly as I can, but me knowing my attitude with jobs and me knowing how I want to be spoken to and how I do not want to be spoken to, um, I'm just not that person. I've been, I've worked a lot of trash jobs, dude, and I just don't accept that type of stuff. So I'm not going to be the one to sit here and be like, well, they should have hung in there. No, dude, it's just, it's not worth it, man. It just really isn't. So, <clears throat> but the point of me saying this is Impact Women's roster, roster is stacked. She's going to have a lot of people to work with, a lot of fresh faces. And look here. The door is always open for her in WWE. She had a great career in WWE. Former Women's Champion, former Tag Team Champion, uh, former Andre Giant Battle Royal winner. Like, she she's will forever have a job there, especially with who she's married to. Um, plus, she's grown as a performer. But, like, honestly, she should do what Sasha Banks is doing and do the world tour, which she's been doing, you know? And so, or, or Mercedes, excuse me. And so, um, I think this is super cool for her. I'm glad she's finally... Uh, making the move to do what she needs to do. Uh, more news and notes. Leva Bates, the librarian, was said to be surprised by her AEW release in that she didn't see it coming, but they had never actually spoken to her about it. And AEW is known for doing that. AEW won't release you, but they will let your contract run out. So, <coughs> excuse me. So that's not really a surprise there. Um, they weren't really doing anything with her anyway. And also, you guys got to remember this: with there being no more dark elevation and dark. Um, this, this yeah, I get collision adds like two more hours on, but she wasn't really featured prominently after the first year anyway. If she was, if you could ever say she was air quotes featured, so <clears throat> to me, not really surprised. I think she'll be just fine on the the on the independent scene, and someone will pick her up. But like, um, AEW didn't do anything wrong here. They still paid her, you know, and so. They don't. They they just don't release people. They just let their contracts run out. <clears throat> this new AEW and WB deal will involve T will involve TV and streaming. Essentially, they're getting paid two AEW is getting paid two point three million dollars per episode of Dynamite. And so, at the end of the day, this that by the way, this deal has nothing to do with ROH as they consider ROH a separate brand, which it is technically. And so, here's the thing about all this. This is a good sign that they're adding more and more t t TV hours and stuff like that. Also, you guys got to remember about this this writer's strike. I think the last time they had a writer's strike was 15 years ago. Now, I remember this because it affected one of my favorite shows, not my favorite show of all time, 24, because season six was bullshit. Like, and I'm actually, someone asked me um, a while ago, hey, why haven't you, you, I think I mentioned it one time on one episode, like, hey, why have you not done a show on 24? I just haven't. There's no real reason for it. I just have not done one. And so um, I was like thinking to myself, I, I should do one. But that would be a part of that rant there because that writer's strike affected season six. And boy, oh, boy, that season six season was, oh. But anyways, and a lot of, for those of you guys who don't know, essentially this just the writer's strike has to do with AI. AI is causing a lot of problems right now. And people are scared of it. Some people are embracing it. I don't really know what to feel about because I think we've already known and we've seen this already the effects of AI like if you walk into a McDonald's right I, mind you I'm driving across country to move and I stopped at a gas station and I was like let me get a soda from McDonald's but I want one out a fountain drink one not just one out of the bottle 
And I was like, maybe I just, it felt fresher to me for, some, for whatever reason, just did. So I went there and like legitimately there's no one taking your order anymore. It's just a big screen. Now I don't eat McDonald's, so I didn't fucking know this. But like we're seeing the effects of stream uh, AI and look at streaming. You get a dollar or excuse me, a quarter or a penny or a half a penny. Um, so a lot, essentially what the Writers Guild is pushing back on is, hey, we don't want because they want to what essentially what Hollywood wants to do. Some studios, excuse me, wants to do is, hey, let's have AI write the script and get the script writers to tighten it up. And the writers say, no, we want to put this in the contract that you guys cannot use AI. And, I mean, that kind of takes the fun out of the process of writing. That's why you have the writer's rooms, the arguments and stuff. That's, that shit's so fucking cool, man. So, but AI, AI is going to put a lot of people out of work. So, unfortunately, that's something else we have to prepare for. So, <clears throat> anyways, the point in all this is, is saying that uh, that could be good for wrestling. Like, look at the pandemic. Only thing, like, when wrestling when nothing was going on during the world espn started playing old wrestlemanias like the, the, wrestling's the only thing that goes all year round so for as much as we may bitch about stories and 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 stuff like that honestly that's hard to do i remember I was making fun of somebody we're talking to me and a friend were talking to her and she kept talking about her only fans and like she, I was like, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? She was like, because it's hard. <laughs> she kept saying that. And that's how I. That's how I feel though. It's, it's like when you think about that, right? Every week it's something new. I think the only week is not something new. And even then, with me saying that, that's rough. I think it's only like I think you usually tend to do one Monday Night Raw a year, which is like the Christmas one, where it's like um, the best of. But even then, that SmackDown is new. It might be taped, but it's fucking new. There used to be an old saying, if you haven't seen it, then it's new to you, right? Well, that's the thing right there for that, you know? Um, so this is a big deal. This could be a big deal for wrestling, because wrestling doesn't have their non-union workers. So it's one of those situations where it's a, it's a big, big deal. So those are my thoughts on that real quick. Um, hmm. Let's hit WWE. Uh, let's hit SmackDown first. So, Roman Reigns has officially started fucking with the Usos. He, he smushed Jimmy Uso's face. And Jimmy almost got into his face until Jay apologized. And they made it official. Now champions, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, will challenge the undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. The reason why, it's been reported... Sami Zayn can now go to Saudi. It's because apparently uh, Saudi and Syria have decided to work together again on some diplomatic issues. So it seems like he is safe to go. And I think this is only Kevin Owens' second time going. Because he went the first time, but he didn't go after that. So um, th th that's very interesting there. Also, um, the tournament for the new World Heavyweight Championship. We might as well say all this right now. So essentially what happened was, for those of you guys, for those of you guys who want my take, and I'll give you guys a long version of this. Um, something had to happen. And Triple H said that, you know, Roman Reigns has negotiated the deal, which is fantastic for him, but not good for WWE. And so essentially what happened was they had to make a whole new World Heavyweight title, which looks like, looks, looks like a smaller version of the big gold one. I think it looks good. Um, but now they have to have a consolation prize for that. Remember what I said just over a year ago? 
Why are we unifying the championships? Remember, I was not a fan of that. Remember, I told you guys, I've been I've been saying this since they if they would have never put the brands together or split the brands, excuse me, I would never feel this way. It's just me being 120% honest with you, right? Um, but once they split the brands, I'm telling you right now, I feel like we got to see some of the most unexpected title runs ever. If we just had one world champion, like, back in the day, that's cool, right? You might get the 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 the, the Carrie Von Eric moment. Where he, he beats Ric Flair, and 18 days later, he loses the time. You might have gotten that once every now and then, right? But due to the brand split, we legitimately got to see CM Punk holding World Heavyweight Championship gold. Daniel Bryan holding World Championship gold. Great Khali. I'm not saying Great Khali is a good champion. What I'm saying, though, is you can experiment and try things. Rey Mysterio was able to be a World Heavyweight Champion, and he ended up being a three-time World Heavyweight Champion, if I'm not mistaken, Due to the fact of the brand split. Remember, Rey Mysterio is a former WWE champion as well. He's a part of that lineage. Eddie Guerrero got the WWE championship. We don't see these great moments a lot of times. Not all of them are great. I understand that. But we don't see that without the brand split. And to me, that's why you need two world champions. You don't need an undisputed champion on this in this particular show because you're so many, much talent. To me, AEW... You have a lot of talent, but you can deal with the one World Heavyweight Champion. You know why? Most of these motherfuckers work in different companies anyway. Kenny Omega, who just was pinned by John Moxley, is the current IWGP United States World Heavyweight Champion. Like United States Champion. So it's like one of those things where it's like when you work with other companies, they're champions of other companies, it works out, right? But WWE just doesn't work that way no more. The world champion, the one world champion thing just does not work anymore. You need multiple champions. And I get it. Some people aren't fans of it. <clears throat> and to each its own, I get it. I'm just saying simply, it works for this company. Also, they're now just try. It's clear that they're trying to modernize their records. Bianca Belair is now the longest reigning women's champion. She just surpassed Becky Lynch now for over a year. Remember, Becky Lynch never lost the title, but she gave it up because she was pregnant. So you have that record. It's clear uh, Gunther is about to break the Honky Tonk Man's record. It's clear Roman Reigns is going to pass 1,000 days. You know, like, think about this. Think about how crazy this is. We're crowning a new World Heavyweight Champion, not champions. The, the undisputed, doing air quotes again, champion is not even defending his championship. He is challenging for tag team championships. How they get out of this one, I'm assuming Solo Sokoa is going to take the pin here. I'm assuming that's the only way because this works, right? Because I don't I don't see... I, let me bring that back. I think it would be foolish to put two more titles on this guy. Without... It just I think that's foolish. But anyways, so essentially, this new World Heavyweight title, which clearly has Seth Rollins' name all over it, um, is going to help with some things. Um, and you, and I, I believe there's a report that during the... I'm surprised I remember all this stuff. This is pretty cool, actually. Um, right before the draft, USA wanted Roman Reigns. They No matter what, they wanted Roman Reigns. But they, but they didn't get him, obviously. Uh, Fox kept him. Um, it wasn't like they were going to see him fucking anyway. <laughs> you know? So, anyways, either way... For me personally, <sighs> hey, so <laughs> last where I left off was 
talking about how Fox, you uh, see me, USA wanted uh, Reigns. They weren't getting that guy. Either way, um, I'm just going to wrap up on that draft by saying it was rearranging furniture. I'm not really impressed because um, they didn't really do much. And maybe as this week happens, things will begin to clear up and we'll maybe see uh, what they do with the women's championships. We still have two tag team championships, women championships on the main roster now. What they would do with that. Um so just uh, that those are my thoughts on that. I honestly don't remember where I left off and or where I was going with it because I kept talking for another 10, 15 minutes. So anyways, uh, let's hit AEW then get the hell out of here. Essentially, um, this past Dynamite uh, did was, was ended with a shocking note. Don Callis turning on Kenny Omega. Uh, causing John Moxley to get the victory in the steel cage match. Uh, I didn't expect it to come this soon, so I figured it was coming, but not this soon. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes not uh, uh, and see what what happens here. Um, as far as my thoughts on the Punk and Elite situation, here's my thing. An attraction for that Wembley Stadium, stadium show would be FTR and CM Punk versus the Elite. Here's my thing. The elite want to be EVPs, right? They are EVPs. They are technically big boys at the big boys table. They need to now start acting like it. Period. Bottom line. As far as the Wembley Stadium goes, show goes all in. Look here. Super impressive. 65,000 tickets sold. That's not going to be in. They're going to do over 70,000 tickets. And they will have that place close to capacity. That's, that's, that's impressive as hell. So... Um, I'm gonna leave it there, guys, because I'm actually kind of frustrated. Um, because I don't remember. Because I remember I, when I say I knew I was going. I, when I say I know I was going for at least another 15 minutes, I'm being nice. It was at least another 20 minutes. So, uh, I'm gonna leave it. The notes and everything there. That'll be the episode this week, and um, I will try to fix this recorder. I'm actually on a phone recorder right now, not my normal recorder. So I need to see if my recorder got damaged while I was in the move, but um. Let me know if there's any issues with the last two minutes of this show, and we'll go from there. So, apologize, apologies, guys. Talk to you guys on Wednesday when we talk Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So, I did my best to listen to um, where I was, and so I was talking about the brand split. Why you, do, you don't need a world? Why, why you need don't need an undisputed, don't air quotes, world's champion. Um. So essentially, I'm gonna do my best to kind of pick up why two world titles are important to this company. So essentially, yeah, even though USA wanted Reigns, they weren't getting him. And also, they weren't going to see him anyway. He, at this point in time in his career, he is a part-time worker. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I've never blasted, on any of my shows, I've never blasted a wrestler for being a part-time wrestler. You know, do what you got to do to make yourself healthy, happy, and keep yourself in, in top-peak condition, you know? Um, but essentially that's all, that's where I'm going to leave that because of the whole split thing is going to be weird. So, uh, let's just go now to my thoughts on Night of Champions. Essentially, every title will be on the line except for the Roman Reigns title. Uh, I'm just calling it the Roman Reigns title because that's what it is right now. Um... The only way they get out of the tag team championship match, which I don't, I don't personally think they will put the tag team titles on the bloodline, 
in the in incarnation of the Aryan. I do think Solo will take the fall thanks to the Usos, which will cause more and more dissension. Um, I do. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's actually kind of interesting. Because Brock actually will be working. I think this is, will be his fourth or fifth pay-per-view in a row. Because he worked the Royal Rumble, right? He worked Elimination Chamber. He worked WrestleMania. Yeah, this will be his fifth pay-per-view in a row, which I don't think he's done in many, many years. I don't think Cody will get the win in this one. I think it's going to be a trilogy. Um, but my issue with that is... That means WrestleVotes might have some... Um, some smoke to the fire with the rumor of Cody's possibly want they're holding off in the rematch with Cody and Reigns and possibly winning the um Royal Rumble next year for the second year in a row and then they will main event again. I don't know if they have a full year out of this again. Like they they struck gold with that Sami Zayn storyline. I don't if they strike gold again, good for them. They're going to need a storyline like that in order to carry them to the finish line of this this historic title run. Um, but that's my thoughts on that. We'll do a review on the show and everything like that. I'll be fine. Um, let's hit AEW, and then we're going to get out of here just because I'm like kind of like discombobulated because of how this show went. I actually recorded, I recorded several like takes like this. And I just didn't, I don't like how it's, how it feels. You know what I'm saying? I just don't, I don't like it at all. It just mm, doesn't do it for me. Um, but yeah, well, Wembley Stadium, AEW was called crazy. They were called crazy because they decided to use this venue for all in. Something that's not even labeled as a pay-per-view at the moment. And, um... Now they're proving a lot of people wrong. As of right now, as of this recording, there are 65,000 seats in to an 8,000 venue, um, 8,000 seat venue. Don't think they'll sell it out, but they'll get pretty damn close. They've already shattered their all-time attendance record. They've doubled it. Um, And this is with no matches announced. Can you imagine when the matches are announced? Like now it's been reported that Will Ospreay has officially been booked for all in internally um so that's a huge match right there which i'm assuming that might be the place you might have the rematch between osprey and omega for the united states championship um or look here's my thing i know we have not talked about it much on this show but you could always have cm punk and ftr versus the elite here's my thing here's why i don't want to hear about that i I get what cm punk did was wrong i'm not saying anything else Here's my thing about it. You guys, the elite, took EVP statuses. That means you have seats at the big boys table. Act like big boys. That's the problem with being the boss. Everyone thinks you're doing wrong. Just saying. Uh, that that will be a hell of a ticket to be sold. I mean, they're already having a match. I think in <clears throat> New Japan Strong isn't a thing anymore. Even though they're doing a New Japan Strong Women's Championship. But uh, they are doing, it's like, it's, it's not Capital Collision, that was in, well, it might be Capital Collision. They're doing a triple threat match, the winner gets a shot at Kenny Omega's championship. Um, and Osprey's in that, so that's what I'm assuming Osprey can win that and go on to either Forbidden Door or um, All In. 
So that should be interesting. Don Callis turned, speaking of Kenny Omega, Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega, causing uh, John Moxley to get the pinfall victory over Omega. Um, this was meant to happen. This was going to happen. I didn't see it happening this soon, so I'm interested to see what led to this and what Don Callis' reason is. I think that would be very interesting to, to hear. Um, and also, AEW reportedly is going to announce the Collision Show for next week. That will be the Saturday night show that has a time frame of 6.15 to 8.15. Um, reportedly, WB is the people, or the people, excuse me, that wanted CM Punk for the Collision Show. So they wanted Punk back. This is why we're getting CM Punk coming back. Um, this is still going to be a mess with them splitting the brands. I think it's going to be fucking weird. Um, but look... He's a big name. And people in the UK probably bought tickets <clears throat> to All In on a premise of, even though he's not announced, maybe we'll see CM Punk. CM Punk. He's a big name. You know, I got, look here, I don't... I've said this... <clears throat> excuse me. Last several years. As long as people are happy and it makes sense, I don't care. Once people start being miserable, we need to figure this out. <laughs> and figure out why we are keeping people around that are miserable. Uh, it is reported that CM Punk is pushing for Samoa Joe to be his first opponent. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, when he comes back. So that should be very, very interesting. Um, I'm all for it. You know, uh, Joe's bigger than he was before. I don't know if Punk can get him up for the go to sleep. But nonetheless, Joe's is still a workhorse and he can still put in the work. So um, look, uh, that's where we're going to end the show today. Uh, we still have the um, we we still have the Wednesday show where we're going to talk about Gardens of the Galaxy. I'm just I'm so frustrated. <laughs> I, you guys, I went I went on. I don't remember what I said, but I went on for like 20 minutes. So either way, uh, it's good to be back. Good to have more consistency, and we will make sure we keep that. So thank you guys. Talk to you guys Wednesday. I'm So Chemical, and I am out.